Merry Christmas, everybody. Man, we are so happy to have you here with us today at Thrive as we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, our Lord. You know, around this time of year, as we celebrate Christmas, many people celebrate by decorating, right? They decorate their their, their homes, they decorate their trees, they decorate their, their cars and their animals, they decorate all kinds of things. And you know what the number one Christmas decoration is this time of year? Number one Christmas decoration is, of course, Christmas lights. Christmas lights. My family and I, we, we drive around looking at Christmas lights, love to see them. Um, you know, every single year, 150 million sets of Christmas lights are sold. You know, I mean, it's amazing. It's because so, so many of them don't work, you know, from the last year. It's like, man, that is so frustrating. You think everything's set, and you're there, like, plugging in bulbs over and over again, at least the old-fashioned ones. Um, but, so, you know, it started out as, uh, as putting candles on the tree, right? Maybe you've seen that before. They put the candles on the tree, and, and they use this as a way to illuminate their tree at Christmas time and illuminate all of their decorations. They'd hang these candles on their tree. And and for hundreds of years, they did this until somebody finally had the idea that maybe having a dying tree in your house and having live candles on it is not a good idea. So many house fires must have been caused by this. It's, it's, It's crazy. But around that time, electricity was becoming more and more available. So they invented strands of Christmas lights, which we now love and use because we love to have lights in fact, if you ever uh, have a good idea, often we call that the, the light bulb moment, right? The light bulb moment when everything seems to come together. We have this, this understanding uh, of, of the light. You know, when, 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 you're, uh, when you realize something, right, you come into the light. Or if somebody doesn't understand something, if somebody doesn't agree with maybe what you think, we say that, oh, you're, you're living in the, in the dark, or maybe you're in love with somebody, and you say, you light up my life, right? Like, nobody ever says, you make my life just so much darker than it ever was before. It's a horrible thing to say. It's all about light. If you've ever been woken up in the middle of the night by a sound in the house, you know, the darkness just kind of amplifies that, doesn't it? You don't know what's there. You don't know if somebody's maybe broken in. You, you hear the noise, and, and you're, you're stumbling through the dark. One of the things that that we want to do is we want to turn the light on so that way I can see more clearly what I'm looking at because darkness will breed fear. Darkness brings confusion. It can be terrifying for many people. So many people are are afraid of the dark. They don't want to be in the dark. And and the verse that, that Matt just read a little bit ago from Isaiah 9 says, the people who walk in darkness will see a great light. The people who walk in darkness have seen a great light, will see a great light. For those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine. In that time, everyone was living in spiritual darkness. And if we fast forward to this very day, so many people are still living in spiritual darkness. I find it ironic that we celebrate Christmas in December. Don't email me telling me it's not actually Jesus' birthday. We know that, okay? We don't know what an actual birthday was. Like, we don't know. We don't really care. We just want to celebrate it. But I think it's interesting that we chose this time of year to celebrate it. You know why? Yesterday was the winter solstice. The shortest day of the year. Also, the longest night of the year. 
you know, it usually bounces back and forth between the 21st and the 22nd. So tonight would be the second longest night of the year. And I think it's appropriate that we're gathered together on this long night to celebrate the light. And this is the, the, the longest night of the year. And, and it's, it's a very dark day. Not only physically is it dark, but spiritually as well. The winter solstice is, is one of the, the, the primary uh, holidays of the, the pagan and druid calendars. I mean, even yesterday, there, there was people gathered around Stonehenge worshiping whatever it is that they worship. Because it's a, they're worshiping the darkness. They're embracing the darkness. But see, God has sent Jesus to bring light, it says in John 1. I'm going to read this. You read the different accounts of Jesus' birth through the other Gospels, and most of them are nice and talk about Mary and Joseph and, and, and travelers coming. This one is very unique. It's very different. Listen to how John describes the birth of Jesus. He says, in the beginning was the Word. I'm talking about Jesus here. This means go back, back before anything else happened at the foundation of the earth. In the beginning was Jesus. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God, and he was God. And we can argue how that works. I don't fully know, but I know it's true. That he was with God, and he was God. And he was with God in the beginning. And through all things... Through him all things were made, and without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and the life was the light of all mankind. Everything was made at that moment by the words of God. He was speaking, and he said, let there be light, and there was light. Goes on to verse 5, the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness has not overcome it. Did you know there is no amount of darkness that can overcome this light? There is no amount of darkness. You can bring the most darkness that you can find, and you can say, I got all this darkness in this box, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open up the box, and the darkness is going to overcome that. And guess what? The darkness will always flee at the sign of light. And Jesus comes into this dark world. It was in him life, and life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Verse 9, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. Jesus was coming into the world as the light. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world didn't recognize him. He spoke light. He spoke the world into existence, and he came here, and the world didn't recognize him because he wasn't what they were expecting. And he came to that which was his own, but they, his own did not receive him. Yet all who did receive him, all who did turn to the light, all who did embrace the light, to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. He's invited us into his family. Light. The first thing God created. Let there be light, and there was light. The same light, the same God that created light now brought light in a different way to this world that we live. If there's one symbol throughout the Bible that we see representative of God, it's the symbol of light, that God is light. So this Messiah, this King, this Savior, this ruler was coming. And what would be a good way? What would be a good way to announce the presence, the coming of the Messiah, rather than light? And so there were shepherds 
on a field keeping watch. And the angels came and with brilliant light came, began to sing glory to God in the highest. And he appeared to the shepherds and said, go and find the baby. Meanwhile, on another part of the planet, there was wise men who were studying the stars, astronomers, and they saw another light, a star, and they began to follow the star, and the star led them to the place where Jesus was. See, God used light to announce the birth of his son Jesus to both the shepherds and to the wise men. The wise men were the, the white-collar, the educated. They were the seekers of truth. The investigators, the shepherds were the blue collar. They, they were on the outskirts of town. They were doing the job that not many other people wanted to do. And yet God chose to lead both of them to Jesus by light. Through the star and through the angels. He didn't show up to the, to the religious leaders. He didn't show up to, to the people who said they were so holy. No, he showed up to the shepherds, the outsiders. He showed up to the wise men, the ones who were seekers and seeking the coming Messiah. Someone once said that, that if the wise men were actually women, they would have asked for directions, they would have arrived there on time, they would have cleaned the stable out, they would have helped deliver the baby, and they would have brought more practical gifts, because who needs gold, frankincense, and myrrh for crying out loud? We need diapers, right? I mean, that, that's, that's what these kids need. God was bringing about his plan to save the world. He was bringing out a plan to invite us into his heavenly kingdom. Did you know anybody can come up with a way to get good people into heaven? Any of us, we can come out with a way. Oh, I know how to get good people into heaven. Only God can make a way, can make a plan where sinners and rejects and enemies and people like you and me get to go to heaven. Only through him. You know, we, we talk about Santa, we sing about Santa, about, you know, how, how he, he knows if you're naughty or nice, right? And, and, and for, the, for the nice kids, they get all these gifts and presents, and the naughty kids, they get a, a lump of coal. But you know what? It's good to know that Jesus was spending time with the naughty class, with the naughty kids, with the people, the rejects. You know, he, he was spending time with them. He was spending time with the people that nobody wanted to be around. The naughty list. It's like this kid. You know, and he, he was really bad. He wanted a bike for Christmas real bad. And he was asking Santa for it. And Mom, you know, because she had the inside scoop with Santa, she said, you know what, I don't think Santa's bringing you a bike this year because you've been so naughty. You better write baby Jesus and ask him to put in a good word for you. So the kid takes out a piece of paper and says, dear baby Jesus, I want a bike for Christmas. And if you give me a bike for Christmas, I will be good for the next month. He looks at it, he crumples it up, throws it away. Like, Dear baby Jesus, if you bring me a bike for Christmas, I will be good for the next week. Then he crumples it up and he throws it away. He says, dear baby Jesus, if you bring me a bike for Christmas, I will, I will be good for the next two days. And he looks at that and says, this is not, this is not going on. He crumples it up, throws it away. Meanwhile, he sees the nativity on the mantle at the home, and he goes and he takes the Mary, and, and he wraps her up in a sock and puts her in a drawer, and he writes down this letter. He says, dear baby Jesus, if you ever want to see your mother again, you better bring me a bike. <laughs> Jesus came for the naughty list. 
Jesus came for the people like you and me. He ate with the, the prostitutes, the hookers. He ate with the tax collectors, the sinners, the people who messed up their lives, who had shame in their past. He came for the sinner. He didn't come for the perfect. He came for the sick, not the person who thought that they were well. These are the folks that deserve the lump of coal. And Jesus is saying, those are my people. Those are my people. It says in John 8, 12, it says, Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. This was a, a statement of his divinity, saying, I am God. I am the light of the world. And if you follow me, if you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness anymore. So many people are walking in darkness, saying, just follow me. If you follow me, you won't walk in darkness because you'll have the light that leads to life. When Jesus died on the cross after he lived his life here, darkness fell upon the land. And it seemed like at last darkness had won. Or so it seemed it had been extinguished. But the, the disciples thought it was lights out, but they didn't know that it wasn't over yet. The light wasn't extinguished, and Jesus rose, and he shone brightly, and he's not a baby in a manger anymore, but that he's the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the Prince of peace, the wonderful counselor, the mighty God. And this light gives hope to all of us, to the naughty, to the nice. All you have to do to follow is to take a step. Admit that you're living in the dark. Step into the light. Some of us have lived in the darkness for so long we think it's normal. Some of us have lived in the darkness so long that we think that the sin that we see and we do, this is just normal. This is just the way people live. It's okay. I can do whatever I want. It's just normal. You ever been in a really dark room and you come into the light? It, it can be a little painful. Like, I don't know if my eyes can take it. But did you know that your eyes are designed not to see darkness, but they're designed to see the light. Our eyes are designed for the light. Our lives are designed to live in the light. So when we receive the light of Jesus, we are to receive it, but then we're to share it with somebody else. We're to share it with the people around us. We pass it on. You know, sometimes we need each other to keep our light going. This is why we're stronger together. It says in Ephesians 5, For once you were full of darkness, but now you have the light of the Lord. Let's live as people of the light. So Jesus, he came into this dark world. He came when darkness was at its darkest moment. He came into your darkness your darkness of fear, your darkness of depression, your darkness of anxiety. He's coming into your darkness now. And man, there is no darkness that can stand against the power of Jesus Christ, the light, because he has come to give you peace and joy and hope and light. And we are called to live as the people of light. We are called to share the light, to let our light shine before all people so that they can see Praise and glorify our Father in heaven. So let us look to him. Let us not live in darkness anymore. For God said that he will light our path. He will illuminate our steps. When we trust in him, the light has come into the darkness and the darkness could not overtake it because Jesus is the king. He is the prince of peace. He is the Lord of lords and he is our 
light. So, Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. And we thank you that you are the light. You are the light of the world. You are a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Shine in our light now, Lord. Maybe you're here and you've been living in some spiritual darkness. You've been living in the dark and not the light. Let Jesus' light fill you now. Does anyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved? If you believe that God raised Jesus from the dead, and you say, Jesus, you are my Lord, you will be saved. So won't you call on his name? Say, Jesus, you are my Lord. You are my King. So, Father, we thank you that on this day, one of the darkest days of the year, your light shines brightly, that you are here with us, shining brightly, that you are working, you are warming hearts, you are directing paths, you are healing lives, you are restoring people, you are freeing from bondage, and we thank you that you are the light of the world, and we give you all praise and honor and glory, and we thank you for Jesus who was born, who died, and who lives again. Let's stand up and let's praise his name together. We thank you, Lord for your goodness. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us today. If you'd like to learn more about our church, you can go and visit us at www.thrive.church. If you're ever in the area, we'd like to invite you to come and join us. Also, if you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to leave a rating, review, share with your friends and family. Until next time, may you grow deeper in God's word each day.